Hello, and welcome to Hugenhoff Podcast, episode 121. Today, I will be talking about uh, Njord in the Inspired by the God series. So, again, I'm not going to be going into a deep dive on Njord, even though he's a very interesting God and you should look into him. I'm going to be saying things that I think about when I think about Njord, so continuing that series. Anyway, before I jump in, I will do the station news as always. Uh, you can check out my website at hugenhoff.org. That's www.hugenhof.org. While you're there, please feel free to subscribe to the RSS or download the podcast or look at any of the other things that are there. And if you read books, you should read Steve's books, which you can find on Amazon. Just look for Stephen Oaks. The link for that is in the show notes, which is probably show notes, which is probably the easiest way to find it. And you can, of course, read my book, which is also on Amazon, and it's also in the show notes. There'll be a link to the Amazon page, so just click on that and buy them. Uh, I will have another fun announcement soon, but it's not quite here yet. So uh, stay tuned. I'm working on something well i'll just tell you what it is why build suspense i'm i'm working on releasing a bunch of DD campaigns to my other website currently i have one up but i have a bunch of better ones coming up so i'm going to put that out i think it'll be fun maybe people can dm that has nothing to do with austro but um you know i thought i'd mention it anyway so that's coming up in the future for the time being let's go ahead and jump into today's episode all right, so Njord, what is Njord the god of? He is a Vanic god, and he's the god of the ocean or the sea. He's the god of um, ships, traveling across water, stuff like that. Also, um, father of Freya and Freya, most famously. Okay, so that's who he is. Married Scotty. I need to quickly go over the story of how... Scotty and Yord got married. Everyone's probably familiar, but just in case you're not, here goes. A long time ago, uh, so Scotty was a giant, and the gods killed her father because the gods and the giants are always in war. So Scotty came for revenge and basically said, you killed my father, so now I'm going to kill you. And But, but Scotty wasn't as bad as the other giants. So the gods were like, wait, 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 we really don't want any more war. Can't we do something to appease you so you don't have a war? And she actually said yes. I feel like most giants would say no, but she actually said yes. And they're like, okay, well, what do you want? And she said, I want to marry one of the gods. Kind of as a truce to say that we're not in war anymore, which, you know, is something that happened a lot, still happens to some extent, like political marriages. So the gods were like, okay, but there's a rule. You can only see the feet of the gods that you're marrying. And obviously it's only the ones who were unmarried at the time. So she was like, fine. And she kind of bald her at this point in time, was still around, and he was the most beautiful of the gods. So that's who she was really after, you might say. So... They lined up the gods and showed them only her feet, and she found the most beautiful feet, and it's like, okay, the most beautiful feet go to the most beautiful god. So she was like, I want that one, and pointed to the, the god with the most beautiful feet, and it turns out it was Njord. So then she was like, well, I said that 
this was an appeasement, so it works, and then they got married. Um, that story is, I mean, it's kind of a weird story and kind of a fun story, but you, you think, like, why did Njord have the most beautiful feet? Why wasn't it Balder, perhaps? So, I had a friend, Brian, who was a really cool guy, I liked him, and he kind of had a theory on this, that the reason the reason that Njord had the most beautiful feet kind of has to do with who Njord is. So if he's a god of ship and he's a god of travels, when you go out and you travel and you explore the world and and all of that, you, you've done your exploring and then you're coming home, the first thing that you see is going to be like the shoreline or the beach coming to your home. And, and if you think of of like what what part of your physical home that would be it's kind of the feet it's kind of like the feet of your home because it's the base of your home that leads into everything else so if you had to imagine it as a body part i think feet makes a lot of sense because it's the first thing that you see the shape is roughly foot like if it's a beach i guess but i think mostly it's like the first thing that you that you see like the foot of the bed is the very first part of the bed that you get to if you're coming straight towards it. So anyway, if you're a traveler and you're coming home, the very first thing that you see is the shores. And you know, Njord is a god of the sea. So that's kind of like Njord's quote unquote feet. And that's why he has the most beautiful feet. Because if you're a traveler and you're exploring, the first thing that you come home and see is going to be the most beautiful thing to you. Because it means you are finally home and and you get to go see your family and your friends and stuff like that. So so that's why Njord had the most beautiful feet. So when you say, what am I going to talk about with the Inspired By? I think the big one is going to be travel and home and the connection between the two. I would assume that most people listening to this have probably traveled. And it might not be that you've traveled to another country or maybe not even another state, though I imagine a decent number of people have traveled to another state. Um, And of course, the scale of travel is pretty different depending where you are. I feel like if you're in Europe, traveling to another country is not really a big deal. Whereas if you're in the United States, traveling to another country is kind of a big deal. Because you, well, I mean, there's Canada and Mexico. But if you were to live in the Midwest, Canada or Mexico is actually very far away. So it's like, it's going to be a lot of time to get to either of those. And then if you want to go to a country that's across the ocean, then you need a plane ticket. So there is a big time commitment and there's a big money commitment. And... Not a lot of people <coughs> have those. Like, I, I don't think it's common for people to leave the country in America just because it's so expensive to do. Um, myself, I haven't done it like a million times. I've, I've been like a couple times, and I'm really glad that I went. But the, re- the, the first time that I left America was for my honeymoon, so... It was kind of a big deal, and it's something we had to save up for a while because it's expensive to travel. So why I'm bringing that up is that 
in America, if you're like, oh, well, I went to another state, that doesn't sound like a big deal because that could be a five-minute drive depending on where you live. Whereas if you said, I went to another country, that sounds like a really big deal. But if you're in Europe and you said, I went to another country, that could theoretically be a five-minute drive that's not a big deal for you as well. So the only thing I'm saying is travel... Traveling can mean different things in different places. Um, I don't, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, honestly. But I'm just saying that travel can mean different things in different places. So sometimes when you're talking to somebody and they say I don't travel, they might mean I've never been to another country, or they might mean I've never been to another state, or I've never been out of the country. It's sort of like, what does it mean to travel? So maybe I'll just go with that. Because then there's also the other thing, like if you travel for work or if you travel because you have to, like you're on the border of, let's let's just say you're on the border between two countries and you drive over to this other country because their groceries are, because the grocery store across the border is slightly cheaper. That doesn't feel like traveling. That's not it's not really what we mean by traveling. Oh, I guess that last conversation, the point really was there's a lot of arbitrary borders these days. And we like to say when you cross an arbitrary border, then you have traveled. But if you don't cross that arbitrary border, you have not traveled. And sometimes that's not the most useful thing to say because there is a lot about the intent of why you are traveling that's probably more important. Uh, and then also bringing up the work thing. If you travel for work, it's really because you have to. It's not because you want to. So there are some times that we travel because we have to. And, you know, lots of things travel because they have to. Lots of animals travel because they have to, because food is scarce or something along those lines, or the prey has moved and they have to follow it. And... There's nothing wrong with that, obviously, but that's not what I'm talking about when I'm talking about travel. What I'm really talking about when I'm talking about travel, and, and not this is more applicable to like what our ancestors did and current people who are reaching towards new frontiers, like the bottom of the ocean or space. Like those are the places we haven't explored. But a little bit for people who are just traveling to another state or to another country there is a desire in people to go places they haven't been before and to see things they haven't seen before. So when I say travel, what I'm really getting at is that desire to see new things. Is, is it to see new lands? Yes, very much so. To see new animals, new surroundings, all of that? Yes, very much so. Also to see new people and to see new cultures and to come into contact with new cultures, hopefully in a positive way. Um, it's really hit and miss if that is positive or not, because, you know, you had some things where ancestors would like travel to other that you'd have some places where ancestors would travel to other countries and they'd create like trading routes and stuff which is very positive but then obviously there's a lot of things where people travel and um not good things happen you know lots of colonization stuff so travel doesn't necessarily or travel and exploring doesn't necessarily mean good things happen but there is a desire in humans to like go and find something 
new and to find peop- new people and interact with those new people and learn new things about themselves. And I think those are all like really positive things that we should embrace. And when we look at Njord being as he's a god of the sea, I think that he very much embodies that desire and humanity to travel. And I think probably in the old days, we were just small, relatively isolated groups of people, but it's because of this desire to travel and move beyond yourself that we've gotten so big and now we live on like every continent on the earth. Um, Which is really cool. And for like, quote unquote, regular people, people who are not explorers, people like me, we might not be exploring new things, but I think we still have a desire to make ourselves better by traveling. Shorter distances, sure, but traveling to meet new people and see new people and come across things that maybe we're not quite as comfortable with. Now, I will also say that the other part of Njord with like, the coming home part. The coming home is nice because you feel safe and you feel like you're back in the place that you belong. I think especially after the pandemic, it's been more obvious that sometimes you need a good reason to go traveling. Sometimes you need a good reason to go somewhere unfamiliar because we realize we don't have to. I think, like with our current technology, there are a lot of people who can never leave their homes. And it's tempting because your house is safe and you know your house and there's nothing scary in your house. You're familiar with it. Um, And I myself am very bad about never leaving the house. But, you know, sometimes I make an effort to actually get out of the house and go somewhere. Uh there is a balance because on one hand you feel safe in your house and you don't want to leave your house and you don't have to leave your house. But on the other hand, there's like a whole world outside to explore. And I think our ancestors very much felt this too, probably more so because when I say it's not safe to go outside, I mean, there might be like unpleasant social interactions that I don't want to deal with. And I mean, I don't know, maybe I'll get in a car accident. Obviously, that's very possible. But it's a a relatively minor risk. But like, or, or, you know, maybe I'll get shot by a crazy guy. But that's a pretty minor risk. That's very unlikely. But so so for the most part, the thing that's not quote unquote safe about the outside is you just might get into an awkward situation you don't want to be in and you might not have fun and you might just yeah feel awkward or embarrassed our ancestors when they went out exploring the consequence was like actually dying so it was a much bigger deal but also the rewards were probably bigger because you were seeing a land that no one had seen before you were discovering something new so you know risk rewards are it's always going to balance things out but I do think that we've always had this like desire to go and discover things beyond ourselves. And that's one of, one of my favorite qualities in humanity at large. Like humans have a lot of qualities and some of them are good and some of them are bad. But the desire to understand the world is obviously my favorite. Uh, but the desire to go out and see the world and explore the world 
it's very much related to that desire. And another one that I think has that I think is really good that I think has really made us um, one of the dominant species on the planets, on the planet. And today, again, it's a lot less. Everybody knows of the entire world. There's no more like isolated groups of humans. So we don't have anywhere new to explore on earth, on land. That's a physical place. Like individuals have lots of places to explore. I've never been to Japan and that would be a very different experience. It would be very, I would learn a lot about the world and myself if I went there. But there aren't a lot of places that we can go like as a society that we haven't been before here on Earth. Um, again, you can always go to the ocean or go to space. Those haven't been explored yet. Um, and maybe we still have the idea of we can explore other ways of interacting with people. We could explore other ways to run a government or have humanitarian efforts or something like that. We could, as a culture and as a species, communicate with everybody in a better, more meaningful way or something. So I'm, I'm not trying to say there is nothing left to explore and we might as well just get stagnant and give up because I don't believe that. There's all sorts of other things we can explore. Also, space is a thing. I really would like to explore it. I mean, I would really like it if humans could explore it. I don't have enough money or intelligence to do that on my own. But I do think that's the next frontier. But I, I'm not sure anything meaningful is going to happen in my life there. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but I, I don't think a whole lot of meaningful space exploration is going to happen in my life. Uh, we might get to Mars, but I don't see us getting much further than that in my lifetime. But, you know, I hope that is the next frontier. But I also think there are other things that we can do to improve ourselves as humanity um, besides just going to space. So there's those things that we should look into as well. Okay, so anyway, you've got all of, you've got all of that. There's pros and cons to exploring and and most most of them are pros you're going to learn about yourself and you're going to become a better person you're going to understand the world better but you are taking risks to do it so i I suppose risk reward is probably better but you want to explore for so long and then you want to come home and and that is more the no i think both of them are the yard part of it actually the beautiful feet thing going back to that that is the coming home part, but Njord was also very much a god of the sea. So the exploring thing was very much part of him as well. Um, so I think that exploration is important. So you also have the thing like exploring yourself. It's using the same word. I'm not sure I'd say that's first and foremost Njord's domain. If you're doing some self-exploration, then definitely you could call in Yord because he's one of the gods and has humanity's best interest at heart. So it's not like he'd turn you away. But I don't know if um, that exploration is the same as physical exploration or not. Uh, because when you're talking about understanding yourself and being honest with yourself and stuff like that, there's it kind of depends in what sense. There's a lot of different gods that would be appropriate 
for that, Odin comes to mind first and foremost for understanding your inner self. Um, but it's not like Njord would be inappropriate for that. Sorry, that was a tangent. Uh, exploration is something that I think is very important for people to do and humans to do. So I, this isn't so much like I think everybody should travel. I mean, I think travel's great and everybody should probably travel a little bit. But I'm not saying everybody needs to take a world tour because I understand that's not feasible. It's very expensive. Everybody should maybe travel to a place they haven't been before. You know, if you re live in a rural area, maybe you should go to the city and that's probably not very expensive. Go to the city just because you haven't been there and spend some time there. And if you're from the city, maybe go visit a farm or an orchard or something so you can get that side of things. And, you know, if you can get somewhere where the culture is going to be different, where you're going to come across people you haven't come across before. And I'm not saying, like, go make friends in those situations because that would be dreadfully awkward and I get that you're not going to do that but just surrounding yourself with people you're not comfortable with and things you're not comfortable with could be an interesting experience that could help you grow even if it's something really trivial like I uh, go to a go to a a grocery store like one of those ethic ethnic ethic go to an ethical grocery store it would be very weird because most grocery stores are not. No, go to like an ethnic grocery store. You're going to be surrounded by things that you aren't normally surrounded by. Just knowing that different products exist in the world and seeing them, I, I think that can be helpful to humans. Um, if you have the opportunity to go overseas, then do. Because I do think that the culture of other countries is pretty different than the one you're in. Now, this is pretty American-centric. Uh, apologies like um, people in in Europe if you have two bordering European countries those countries may be I don't know do they feel relatively similar maybe or maybe they don't I've I've only been to a couple of European countries like literally two but they actually felt pretty different to me even though they were neighbors so I feel like every country has its own identity I don't feel like every state has its own identity, but I feel like every country has its own identity. So maybe if you're in Europe, this is just easier to do. I think it's great, and I think that you should spend some time traveling if you get the opportunity to do that. Um, but also, if you don't, it's not like you're going to live a terrible life and you're not going to understand yourself. So I don't want to like pressure everybody into traveling. If you get a if you get a chance to travel though, um, do and and if you don't get a chance to leave the country, at least maybe find some places that you can go to where they have different um, different cultures or customs as much as possible, because I do think it's nice to go to other places where people live differently, and say like you know, like, oh, people live differently here, and they do slightly different things, and it's still good and fine. Because I think we have this idea that we don't want anything to change in our way is the only way you can live. So we naturally fall into that, and it's good to get out and, like, 
break that idea that this is the way things should be. Anyway, so I guess traveling is good, and I'm glad humans traveled because that's why we discovered the rest of the world. Uh, yeah, I just think that that like desire to find stuff or to go areas we haven't been to before and find new things is a really important human uh, desire that we have. And I kind of think that's a big thing that Inuit is all about. But then also you have the idea that you go out and you discover everything. You also need to bring that knowledge back home. So that's the other part. You have to bring the knowledge back home and share it with everybody at home. Uh, so, so there's another thing. If you, for some reason, can't travel, maybe you can at least get stories from people who have. Uh, because the bringing it back home part is also really important. All right, so I'm getting awfully rambly, so I'm going to, I feel like as I, I've always been rambly, but the older I get, the more rambly I get, so I need to make an effort to cut things off before it gets out of hand. So I'm making that effort now and cutting things off. Uh, my final thoughts are Njord is a good God to understand more about, and two of the big things that I really think about when I think about him is the idea that we travel, we find places that are different than where we are. We're more able to embrace differences in those places and then at home, and then we bring that back to the people who are at home. All right, thank you everybody else, or thank you everybody so much for listening. Sorry, I got a little rambly there, but I will see you next month. So, oh, Station News, remember to check out my website, hugenhoff.org, that's H-U-G-I-N-H-O-F.org. Sign up for the RSS because podcasts kind of come out later or earlier depending on the month. I'm generally speaking releasing them on the weekend just because my week is really busy. Uh, so sometimes they'll come out on the third instead of the first. So just subscribe for the RSS and I'll just come in your podcast reader of choice whenever it is released. And... Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Talk to you next month. Fra hell.